girl, Callie Alley. And it's a beautiful Wednesday, and we got a beautiful guest in the building. Yo, what up? <laughs> you can adjust that, bring it yeah, up yeah, to like for it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I didn't know I was about to talk. My name's Def Sound. What's up? Hey. Can you hear yourself? No. You guys can hear me, though. I don't have headphones. <laughs> I just, I can hear him right here. Cool. <laughs> How are you feeling today? Yo, I'm feeling golden. It's feeling really good. Um, you guys are playing some dope jams. Thank you. Got my Shazam out. <laughs> you know. That's awesome. Did you have a long drive tonight? Uh, Where are you coming not from? Not really. It's, it's kind of a breeze. Like, I don't live in L.A. proper anymore. But I actually really enjoy the drive so that I can listen to, like, full projects. So hey, there you go. It's never, like, too crazy. It's just about time. Exactly. You know? Turning something po- negative into positive. Yeah, you might as well enjoy the ride. I think the car is the best place to listen to music still. Oh, for sure. Live is tight, too, but, like, to have your own experience. Absolutely. And you say you didn't live in L.A., you used to live in L.A. Yeah, I lived in L.A. my whole life. The last two years, I have lived in the I.E. Damn. Yeah. That's, that's like a drastic change, I feel like, because the I.E. is a little bit more quieter, less traffic, parking everywhere. There's yeah. still <laughs> traffic, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it because now I feel like I'm in a relationship with L.A. where it's like a really cool, long-distance relationship. You get to, like, see them when it's party time. Yeah. <laughs> like when it's a good, good time. time. I don't have to like, you know, I don't have to live with LA. We just date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that we just date. I feel that. <laughs> um, so what area of LA did you grow up in? South Central. South Central okay. LA. Um, grew up like off of like Jefferson and 12th. Uh, and just spent a lot of time. Um, even my parents, they still in South Central like the Slauson Super Mall, so mm. that's home for me. Nice. Yeah. What high school did you go to? Yo, so I went to a high school, that private school. Nobody's going to know it, but I'll still say it. <laughs> Los Angeles Adventist Academy in Compton. Yeah. Nope. No. <laughs> exactly. I didn't go to my home school. Man. Um, my parents are like, nah. <laughs> like, wow. You're going to get this education over here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they just used to drive me, and um, it was an interesting thing. It was, like, a really small spot, but um, I feel like I was able to find my identity a lot sooner there. Mm. How would you say it contributed to finding your identity? Um, Having time and less people to compare yourself to. Oh, you wow. Know? Mm-hmm. I didn't have to, like, assimilate and shit. I could just be weird and whatever. Like, before, like... There was no woke, there was only weird. So I just was cool with that. Mm-hmm. I was cool with it. Is that how you, I guess, found your love for music? Or? Yeah. Okay. It was a nice. music appreciation course that I took in 11th grade. Mm. I didn't make music. I didn't think I could even make music before then. So I took a music appreciation course. My dad told me it would change my life. It was like, you're not going to take, like, the basketball elective like you want to. (laughs) Wow. I was like, nah. Like, I really wanted to just play basketball. I was on the team, so I just Mm -hmm. I wanted to do another class with that. And he was like, you have to, have to, have to uh, take this music appreciation course. And I did. 
and it shifted everything really wow so what did it cover um i mean really it was kind of freeform um my teacher was this guy named richard jackson who was a really like brilliant music mind and really he kind of just let us do our thing he showed us software how to make music and so that was like at first i didn't write raps or write rhymes or anything like mm -hmm. that i was making beats so i would have other musicians that were trained and be like okay could you play this and it would just be like different compositions and so my entire career has just been collaborative so maybe I didn't make the beat with my hands, but it's like a collaborative effort that we came together and got these ideas mm -hmm. from an idea to an actualization and something we could listen to. So, wow. you know, That's I'm nice. just happy that all these musicians have trusted me this whole time. <laughs> right. You know? So would you feel like um, you trust yourself? A lot. Nice. Not all the time, but you mm -hmm. have to. You have to know that your instincts, you have to know that you don't walk into a room by yourself. Of course. You bring every experience you've ever had with you. Mm -hmm. So you just got to trust that shit. I mean, I can say that, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> good. What's like the most rebellious thing you've ever done as a teenager? As a teenager? I think when I was, all right, huh, probably drive my parents' car illegally. What age? Uh, I mean, like maybe like 14, nice. 15. Like that Please was. Please tell me it was not stick. It was. That was why it was really risky. <laughs> right, you know, right. Like You're that. like trying to get a second yeah, shift. Yeah. I mean, when I was younger, I think the, like that's not a funny story. That's like a it's scary crazy. story. Mm. But uh, a funny story would be like when I was maybe 12 or so. Um, I owed the lunch lady a lot of money because for some reason I just felt the need to like have the lunch that everybody else had. Even though my mom would make me like a bomb, like vegan, you know, I oh was raised God. vegan. She would That's make me crazy. like dope That's meals. But of course, you know, you try to conform a little bit and you're like, what does everybody else have? And so I would, I would tell the lunch lady, I'm going to pay you, I'm going to pay you next week, next week, next week. And then, um, I noticed that my parents, like how, like if they didn't have cash, they would use checks, right? So I, I was like, you know what I'll do? I'll go in their checkbook and I'll write her a check. Cause that's what you do when you don't have money. How much did you write her a check for? <laughs> I think it was like a check for like, what, $30 or something? <laughs> I definitely got taken to the principal's office though. They're like, wow. uh, fam, <laughs> what is this right here? Like, you clearly don't have a checking account. You're clearly Obviously. Um, <laughs> um, but you know, I was a problem solver. <laughs> I love it. It's a little chilly. You're closing that. Sorry. <laughs> Just blew out of nowhere. Oh, good. Nice. So is that? So you said you went. That was like the high school. I mean, that's just like LA. some silly young shit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> like, he was rebellious. Yeah, Fourteen. So are you still a rebel? Um, I think He's in a different a way. You know, mm, like okay. just in a different way of yeah. just like I'm not. Like, I don't think rebellion, like, I think creation is the highest form of rebellion, like, because what they really want you to do is consume, right? Mm -hmm. So if you create, that's the opposite of consumption in a way. Mm -hmm. So I don't think I rebel in a way that I can be arrested. I understand that I have a lot at stake as a person. So I'm just like, I need to be as free as possible out here. Mm -hmm. And so I just channeled that rebellion or channeled that, uh, I guess, the need to be an individual into what I'm creating. 
Mm. Yeah. Wow, that hit. <laughs> Tight. That's really <laughs> important too. And yeah. even like with that, like your name, um, just deaf sound. Yeah. Is like I don't know type of creative uh, rebellious type of feel. I guess so, it's short for definitive sound. By yeah. yeah, I mean, I wanted to kind of expand on that yeah. um, in terms of definitive and like yeah. what it is. Yeah, um, it's just it just means this. It's like so this. It's not. It's in. It's like there's a. It's distinguished. It's it's its own thing. Yeah. It's a definitive sound. It's mm-hmm. not something that is trying to be anything than what it is. So, I think the hardest part is like myself liking it first okay so if i can get past me oh you guys are easy <laughs> like it's like everybody else cool if yeah. we can go through all the things the vetting that is in my own head about whatever it is that i'm working on then i think that it'll it'll be fine because mm-hmm. there's a lot of shit i don't like or, you know nice. it takes time yeah but i want to be proud of what it is that i'm doing so uh i named myself after a goal so i was like every time Nice. So how would you say that, I guess, kind of correlates to your, I don't know, the dynamic of, you know, just your chain, how do I say this, like your sound and how it keeps just like evolving? Yeah, I mean, I try to kind of just treat it like I'm a kid. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think that there's a right or wrong or a good or everything is great, you know? Yeah. So... I am just trying to mirror up with whatever, like, I think every song you make is just, like, your newest selfie, you know? So, what do you look like today? Just be honest about that. I think the most interesting thing we have is the truth. So, I just try to tap into that, and whether I'm like, yo, I'm tired, I'm so tired, I'm gonna make a song about being tired, like, I'll just do it. <laughs> and, you know, hopefully I want to hear it tomorrow. Wow, not, then I don't that's cool. So are you a writer first or a producer or, you know, beat? I was a producer first, okay. but I'm not a musician. So I decided mm-hmm. that writing is what I w- was going to be. Your instrument? Right, okay. exactly. So I need to make sure that the words show up every time. Mm-hmm. You know, the words are the notes. And so I would just tap into that. And um, I just wrote and I just like, for me, that's the most fun I have is being able to like, see what I can do with the same words in a different way. Mm-hmm. Flip the things that we already know and see how can I like tell my story a little bit and hopefully people relate to that story and they see yeah. themselves in it. You know? yeah, but I feel it's not mandatory. For sure. <laughs> I mean, it's a piece cool. of you, essentially. Yeah. So how do you feel um, I guess in terms of like writing um, like how do you feel that you expand your mind so mm. you can uh, get to like, you know, put that in your words. Yeah, like what I do to kind of get in the zone. Or, mm-hmm. um, I spend a lot of time by myself when I'm writing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like to, I like to sometimes just single out a word or single out a feeling, and then just rant about it. Like take a whole page and just go in about that one topic or that one word and see how far it takes me. I always, I always overwrite. Like, mm-hmm. if it's 16 bars, I'm writing, like, 64. And then what? I just pick. Pick and choose. Yeah, like, just pick wow. what works. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll write the ending first. Like, it's just a matter of what is the purpose. I try to be consistent, and I try to have purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, because 
I don't really enjoy a lot of times when, um, cause I listen to rap as a map. Like I listen and whatever the rapper's saying, I follow you. Like I'm following you, I'm following mm -hmm. you. And then it lands there and I'm like, oh, that was such a waste of time. Dang, like, like, that's I, an interesting I'm way. I'm hoping that I take people and walk you around and every second is worth something. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like because uh, music has kind of become the most disposable uh, art form, I think. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't find, I don't believe that, but I'm saying the way that we treat it. So we treat things like, oh yeah, new music every week. Oh, I'm not listening to that no more. I'm on to this. And it's like, I think I want to, like, if we're looking for people to find what we do valuable, we have to put that into it. So I just try to be honest about my hours mm -hmm. and actually put the time into the lyric, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, how you were talking about, I guess, um, you hope that it's purposeful. Do you feel like sometimes when you're writing, do you feel like everything is purposeful? Have you ever, like, thrown something away or just, like, kind of scratched it off or, like... Like, I find know. that like there's nothing I've never like there's nothing that's lost right like mm -hmm. there's always something that's learned so I always feel like even a whack-ass song I learned what a whack-ass song feels like <laughs> like yeah. I perform it live and I'm like yep this is whack oh god all right <laughs> dope so let's go home and make a fire-ass song mm -hmm. like you know so it's just learning like I don't I don't feel like anything is perfect or I'm not looking for that. I'm looking to be as truthful as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's tight. So even with with you talking about how music is, you know, disposable and such, I want to yeah. kind of get into um, to colored. Yeah. And what you yeah. kind of did to flip that around yeah. in a sense or challenge that. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I had a friend that um, was making tonics and she was just like i say like the local witch really <laughs> like she was always cooking up concoctions and um she made me for my birthday she made this like high energy tonic or whatever and she was like just pace yourself with that and like drink it over two days and i and i did and it really was dope it like had me like it was like a yerba mate on like turbo and i was like this is fire so um, when I got some money, I was like, yo, what we need to do is we need to come together and form like a company of like that does these tonics. And mm -hmm. so we sat down and we figured out three different functions, three different tonics. And so um, we came together and we formed the company called Colors. And that's also how I distribute all of the new music that I'm going to be putting out. And um, so there's a download code that comes with every bottle. And so it also is like a way to kind of hack the system mm -hmm. in this way that like everything is about these platforms, everything is about these playlists, everything is about this. But how do you get people to take you home in an interesting way is you actually talk about consumption. You consume music, you consume um, like wellness, you consume water, you consume. So if now what we're doing is we're talking about consumption, now this is the most interesting way to consume music. Mm -hmm. is to give people something that they also need yeah. two needs right yo that's crazy because i remember when you had explained that in the emails like how <laughs> i was like yo. damn yeah i mean it's like also for me to have fun too because mm -hmm. it's not fun to say link in the bio who gives a fuck really like 
I don't care. Like, most people don't tap that shit. How do I find it even fun to release music? Because it's not fun. It's, it's the, you meet so many artists and they might play you something that's real dope. You're like, man, this is tight. You know what the question always is? How are you putting it out? And then there's the silence. Then there's the, I don't know, you know, I'm going to shop it around. I'm going to talk to so-and-so. It's like, bruh, find a fun way to do this because it's not fun. But now I can talk about these tonics, which are beautiful. Mm -hmm. They look dope. They taste great. And it's just like, damn, we, we're going to launch a delivery service so people, we can bring uh, the tonics directly to your front door. So I'll be mm -hmm. distributing my album as a delivery service. Wow, that's crazy. And that's healing your community that's like breaking the paradigm now it's like oh yeah you can still go on spotify if you want it like in a boring way that's fine that's cool. spotify no I love spotify and my hey, car spotify and my shower it really does <laughs> it sends me recommendations on what i, I might know, like i know they they have they they have but you do in they send algorithm. you tonics but they can't always figure out what you like that's the thing you go outside of it every now and then right it's just a smart way of like I discover of artists and if a business is helping that then it's just beneficial my album will still be on spotify of course of course <laughs> you know, and I mean, i'm not anti-spotify is what i'm saying but you yeah, want to yeah. push the envelope yeah. and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that but because it's about conversation exactly. i think music is a conversation i i, I honestly yeah i agree because even when i go see live shows it's mm -hmm. just an experience itself totally. so i'm probably going to remember that song because the way you made me feel when you performed it versus totally. of the first time I heard it on Spotify, per se. Totally. So, so it's totally about it's about making things multi-sensory. Yes. And so that's like that's style. where I'm at. I like your style. Yeah. What's uh, the inspiration to your style? Um, like as far as fashion icon. Oh, fashion icons. Yeah, because you're paid very as much attention. fashionable. Thank you. I must say. Um, I haven't paid as much attention to fashion, but um, there's a lot of different people that have style, but. Uh, I watch Project Runway, you yes. know. Um, Project Runway Junior is really fire. Uh, <laughs> like, there's really some dope. dope designers. As soon as they're on sale, I will be popping that. <laughs> but I really, I really like. Um, I don't know. Like everything I have on is either thrift or gift. Nice. Like that's just how I it see is. What you did there. And it's not on purpose. Uh, <laughs> Also, a friend of mine, um, Crystal Pike, she has a line called Pike for the People. And all organic fabrics, hand sewn. And so I also get clothes from her. Nice. The perks, huh? Yeah. Of being an artist. I feel like the plug. I like it. Yeah, I feel like project one way i, I kind of like that show because you kind of see them start from scratch yeah, first they you know what i mean the process and everything and then the outcome the execution um i wish i could design fabio costa really dope fabio costa yeah yeah is that one of the designers yeah i like to, to see i really yeah. need to see there's really a lot dope. of good ones yeah i mean what artists as far as music do you like identify yourself with Mm, I don't know if I identify with anyone per se. I think um, I'm more like a, I'm like, it's like a Venn diagram of inspirations. So I definitely pull from OutKast. Uh, love Andre 3000. That's one of my favorite writers. Um, also, new stuff, Young Fathers. I really enjoy Young Fathers. They're a rap group. I kind of call them like a rap choir. <laughs> from um, Scotland, actually. What? 
They're really dope. That's um, cool. Also, inspiration, um, Saul Williams, he's a poet. Um, he's really dope. Also, who else, who else, who else? Um, on a contemporary level, Duckworth is great. Oh, I love Duckworth. That's the homie. Duckworth is um, dope. Yeah. You just got to see him, huh, Liz? Yeah, South by Southwest? Southwest. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of different people. I mean, Kendrick has been very uh, prolific. And I feel like he brought back, like, two things that I'll give Kendrick is that he's brought back the art of the album because we're living in a very, like, single-driven kind right. of climate and it's like but wait how about like the story how about the whole thing mm -hmm. and uh so I, and bringing back the soundtrack like the black panther soundtrack mm -hmm. remember the nutty professor soundtrack yeah. remember all these when you would discover music yeah, so through right. soundtrack soundtracks and yeah. so i think what kendrick is doing is uh really bringing back certain forms mm -hmm. uh in a time that's like a perfect time it's like a perfect time and more conversations too totally about it all so that's that's yeah you just got the pulitzer mm -hmm. now the door's open now i'm gonna get a pulitzer it's wild yeah that's super that's amazing the plan now yeah. all right now yeah. we can do it <laughs> <laughs> thank you kendrick yeah. Yeah. um but let's oh, get Vince staples love him. yes oh vince vince is dope yeah i like vince but I actually wanted to get into um, some of your tracks real yeah, quick. Yeah, play. You sent over. I am not sure. I think we're just gonna pick and choose. Anything specific you want to start with? Um, shoot. <laughs> well, I'm putting out an EP that's coming out, so I should be wise, right? Like I'll talk about the thing that's coming next. <laughs> Um, so I'm putting out an EP, I call it an episode, called Gradients, and um, there's a song called Colors that is currently downloadable with your purchase of the drink Colors, um, and so that's produced by B Bravo, so if y'all have that one, you can run that one, it's a little summer jammy jam. What was it? What was it called? It's Sorry. called Colors. Colors. Mirrors. That one's tight. We're gonna say that. And need you <laughs> how many how many do we have? Yeah, how many I can I play is a better question. <laughs> we should play like three. Alright, yeah. Three. Yeah. So I think I have um, colors isn't there. It's yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah, I do have colors. There he is. Colors yeah, this is for the DJs. Hide and seek, black mirror, and need to know. There you go. Yeah. There it is. I feel so like yeah. Let's, let's kick it off with colors. Tight.
Try to fool us now When you draw back I consume my style With a, a straw hat You ain't got that spray by God Weezed in the sin I promise you Wouldn't do it To leave us be unto ourselves This barricade of trees
Another body on my timeline Fire burning up in my soul Don't let them gentrify your vibe Black mirrors on all our phones I don't know what to believe Do you know what to believe? We saging against the machine, huh? But to fully believe in that American dream Then you gotta be fully asleep, oh. Best shooters this year with Steph Curry and police. This verse is just loading. Verse is just loading. Injustice is on some unlimited scrolling. They watching us closely. You spinning, you owing, you spinning, not owning. You got it, then show me. I got it, I spend it, I got it, I spend it. I put on for my city, I don't own my culture. Think I lost my signal, dumbing down for dollars. Did you dim your wattage? Did you do the numbers? Prison doors are open, schools are steady closing. Lesser of two evils, those ain't really choices. Learn a rapper, dribble, sign up for some courses. Dedicated to a college, going through the motions, numbing your emotions. What you mean, emotions? Those ain't really popping. It only thickens. But everything but save money. Are you truly thinking? Do anything to get money. Jesus wasn't Christian. But everything but save money. Hurston and Garvey, I seen Hampton and Malcolm and Langston and Douglas and Angela Davidson, Ishmael Reed, Oduna, Noshun, Shakur and Ali, Morrison, Butler, don't forget King, give life to your bars, you live in your speech, your life is a bar, be light in these streets, Nina, Saw, Aja, Umi, Tesla, Angelou, Giovanni, Esther, Carver, Bobby, Seal, Prince, Wheatley, real niggas in danger species, I know why the cage boy sings, Jim Crow at the clear wings, low brow, but it's high key. Can't arrest an idea, let your heart sing. They can never stop me. They can never stop me.
You are now tuned back into the Essentials, and I'm your DJ Skywalker Mike, and we just played a series of tracks by Def. And uh, this last one is really—it's like dreamy. It's like in a dream state. Called "I Need You to Know," and I recorded that and wrote that in my Koreatown apartment, and I sang it into an iPhone app, and that's what you're listening to. Right that's now. right. Yeah. You gotta you gotta work with what you have or totally right you know? into the iPhone headphones. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. Yeah, it just I don't know, this it's just like a it gives me like a dream state vibe, you know, like I'm dreaming Tight. or something. Yeah. yeah, I guess yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that Absolutely. too. <laughs> Tight, yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> so um we had talked, I guess, off air and talking about what you're working on right now. Yeah. Um, so, I, do you want to expand on that real quick? Yeah, I'm working on a project called Colored, um, and it's a pretty meaningful project to me. It's me, like, really owning my perspective. It's a very L.A. album. Um, it, Ooh, in what sense? Um, I mean, there's a song called 12th Avenue Jefferson. It's, like, uh, very L.A. Like, okay. It sounds like L.A. Home. It feels like L.A. Like, the song Colors is, like, a West Coast song you know like that's like a west coast chill dance vibes yeah and like summertime that's as light as the album gets though um like we're just touching on everything you know uh so yeah colored is a conversation and it's uh in in two phases called now and then so it's two sides to the to the project Mm -hmm. so there's the now and then there's the then side of the project and to get people's ears acclimated to all these different kinds of sounds and styles because I've been working on it for like three years um I am putting out a series of EPs so there's gonna be um four EPs and I think I'm gonna put them out in like five months wow um and just like flood it you know Mm -hmm. like fuck it like people want short and they want often so let's just do that and then come out with the album so the first project or the first EP is called Gradients the second one is called Texture and the third is called value and the fourth is called more mm-hmm. so if you were to say them it's gradients texture value more wow. and then colored dope yeah. and that's the final one um, cool. for that awesome. installment yeah. and i'm already working on the next project called everything wow so you're always working man <laughs> yeah yeah for sure yeah, sure. That's crazy. Well, we're definitely um, excited to hear that. And when, you know, they're finished, well, they're pretty much finished, right? You can I mean, send them the, over. It's the mix and master. It's like, yeah. let's add a horn section here. Let's oh, yeah. do some string stuff. So it's, it's that phase. I know what it sounds like. I know mm-hmm. what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited because I think live shows are where it's really going to Gonna translate really, oh. to another level. So we're working on those when I have, like, the official, you know, nice. what it's going to be. I'll let people know. Because you were also saying that you were going to do some shows with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to start getting back out there because I have a full band. Nice. So we've been working on how to translate these songs live and make sure that it's, like, even better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the band is coming together. But I'll let you know when it's exact. Sweet. When it's time for that. That's going to be fun for sure. Mm-hmm. And where can um, people follow your journey? Yeah, I think Instagram is the most important website right now. Okay. Like, <laughs> like at this point, it's like it's all-encompassing. Uh, so definitely 
uh, follow the journey on Instagram at def dot s-o-u-n-d so at def dot sound um what else what else spotify you know def spotify space sound so it's def sound um yeah so those are the two main hubs i feel like if you want to make sure that i get paid when you listen to my music go on spotify or title nice. <laughs> something like that and if you want to just see who i am then there's instagram def.sound true i like your twitter too though Oh, really? I don't really <laughs> care about Twitter. Really? <gasps> yeah, you That's actually, you dropped some gems on there, really? so, yeah. I feel like I hold back on Twitter a lot. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Dang. Yeah. Like, That's it's interesting. Because, like, you know what it is? Is that Twitter is the least responsive website. You're talking mm-hmm. to yourself most of the time. And that's yeah, fucking that's true. Like, and so I'm just like, yeah, I always feel like that. Why am I giving this away for free? Listen, to yeah, I always say that. I'm like, well, who am I even talking to at this yeah, point? Like, it's just probably just to release but it at that point. I you know? like following people on Twitter for like memes and silly. Shit. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm right there like with the you. Man. Video. I want to see what's going on in the world. Open Mike Eagle is a great person to follow on Twitter. My Twitter is at Def Sound, by the way. So, yeah. It, right. If you care about that. I do. (laughs) (laughs) So before um, we let you go, we like to ask um, two essential questions. Essential questions. Essential questions. Essential questions. Do you want to ask your question? Uh, First question, if someone has never heard a deaf sound track, Mm. what specific track would you want to introduce yourself as? Mm. And what would the setting be? Okay, so I'm going to give a now and then. Okay. Right, because everything I just split it up into a now and then. Okay. So now, I would tell somebody to listen to Black Mirrors. That for me is my favorite song that I've written. Like, just everything that I say on that record, I mean. Yeah. Uh, and the beat is fucking banging. Like, <laughs> shout out uh, Zach Seacoff for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and then I would say that track would be again. Um, and that's produced by RC and so that samples Bird and the Bee and that was the song that got me on the BBC radio with Giles Peterson that's awesome yeah that's so awesome for for that you know like I still love that song I'm still grateful for the support that that song has given me so yeah check out the Again song and that video is pretty cool too what would the setting be? the setting oh man I mean live for sure I would say I would say definitely I feel like those are two different shows yeah like one of them like the again show would be like an intimate setting Mm -hmm. uh maybe like the Moroccan lounge or something that'd be be really nice Um, yeah and then I feel like Black Mirrors is uh is like lightning in a bottle festival Mm. crazy I heard of that (laughs) black more black did you say you've never heard of that festival wow (laughs) i gotta show you stuff okay i don't want to describe i'll just show you all right (laughs) i mean i would say i would say coachella but that's just like say it out just happened we're just talking about Uh, um, oversaturated yeah exactly (laughs) right so it's like okay lightning and bottle i'll be the other black guy there there you go (laughs) gotta make the movement okay (laughs) bring the culture Um, and then the second question is called The Music Baby. Mm. So if you could um, put artists into a studio and have them create a music baby, mm. um, who would you put in the studio? For me or for someone, for them? Well, for the world, basically. For the world? Yeah. Wow, I feel like so, that's happening every day. 
Yeah. Um, I would love to hear a track with Princess Nokia mm. and Kay Trinata. Ooh. I feel like that would be for the That'd be tight. Yeah. That's like see uh, that happening. Yeah. I don't let's yeah. manifest that. Yeah. I don't think we've had e- either Kay Trinata or Princess Nokia on a track for a music baby before, so that's cool. Yeah, I feel I like, like that, that would be a cool blend. Yeah, that's really tight. Like that. Good one. Good pick, Death. Good pick. <laughs> um, well, we just wanted to thank you real quick um, for coming through tonight, from driving all the way from where you live, sir. I teleported here. It's cool. Hey. Oh, okay. <laughs> tight. Yeah, thank you for tight. having me and uh, just being so open and receiving mm-hmm. the music. Awesome. Well, we'll have you any other time. Um, maybe as soon as you know you drop music and we'll be supporting you and everything sure. so thank you again and um mr skywalker mike you want to uh play some instrumental real quick before we get into our other interviews